We've changed the names to protect identities. I was a student at the University of Oklahoma, and it was a weekend, and I was going to meet my roommate, and we were going to go see a band. She was working at the bar, and so I just sat there and ordered a margarita and waited for her to get off. I see this guy in his late 40s, which doesn't seem old to me now, but at the time, I, I was still at the age where I thought anyone over 25 was, you know, appallingly old, so I didn't pay any attention to him until I saw his lighter. He lights a cigarette with a Zippo that has the Ranger insignia on it. My dad was a Ranger. Rangers are a special ops combat unit, and they're less than 1% of the Army, so it's, it's a relatively small group. I point at his lighter. I just said, my dad was a ranger. And he said, what was his name? And I told him. He was very shocked. He snapped his head around and he repeats my dad's name and uh, looked away from me for a minute. Once he had absorbed my dad's name, he finally turns around and he said, yeah, you look like your mom. And that's right, I do. It turns out he knew my father. He said his name was Joe Trevor. Then he went on to tell me this story. In the late 60s, during the height of the Vietnam buildup, my future dad was a young lieutenant training to deploy to Vietnam. He had just married a little blonde, someday to be my mother, and he wanted to take her to Houston to meet his mother, so he asked Lieutenant Trevor to substitute for him in a war games exercise my father was scheduled to lead. Lieutenant Trevor agreed to do it, and my father and mother headed down the highway, about to have a major family meeting, and uh, while they were doing that, Lieutenant Trevor took his soldiers. All right, man, we have a war simulation exercise today. Then they checked out dummy ammunition and headed out in a mock ambush. They, they opened fire as they were supposed to. And somehow, Lieutenant Trevor's gun received live ammo, and before he caught it, he killed, really killed, two American soldiers. I know it's not your dad's fault exactly, but I hate him anyway. Trevor never recovered from the trauma of taking those lives. I think he had this feeling that if it had been my father who had been handed that same gun, it would have been my father who killed those soldiers and, and not him. Lieutenant Trevor was court-martialed. When I met him, he was working at a liquor store in Oklahoma and sold beer cozies out of the back of his pickup truck. My father had had a long, full military career and had just retired, so there was definitely the sense that my father's career as well as personal life had been contingent on not being the guy to have taken that shift on Fort Sill that night. I called my dad, and he was very surprised, and he really had been uh, good friends with this guy. There was part of him that was very curious about his friend and, and wanted to know how he was, and I asked him if he felt guilty, and he told me he felt terrible for the guy. But guilt, not really, because it was Trevor's job to check the equipment and to make his soldiers check theirs. It's standard operating procedure, and Trevor was a sharp guy, but that night, he just screwed up. 
I guess if I feel guilty for anything, it's knowing that those soldiers would be alive if I'd been on duty because I would have caught the mistake. But you can't second guess life like that. I didn't know. After I met Trevor, I saw him in the bar uh, again a few times. I, I would go in and wait for my friend, and, and he would be there sitting there watching uh, a football game. And uh, one time I told him hello and that my dad said hi. I had my roommate send him a, a big margarita, and he received it and lit up his cigarette with a ranger lighter, and we didn't really have anything to say to each other. My father hadn't been able to control what happened, and, and neither had poor Lieutenant Trevor, but their fates were intertwined in a way that neither one of them would have chosen. Constance Squires is the author of Along the Watchtower, a rock and roll novel about growing up army. We'll have a link on stampjudgment.org. That story was produced by Anna Sussman and Pat Masidi Miller. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.